and welcome back to Sea Ridge UK, where quite simply it's Chicago Bullsing. Wherever you're listening, if it's available, rate, review, subscribe, helps us out and ensures you don't miss another episode. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil, only just. How are you doing, Neil? <laughs> yeah, I, I upset you a bit today, didn't I? Are you there? Yeah, didn't I? <laughs> oh, okay. Lost you for a second. I thought you'd hung up on me. Uh, again. <laughs> I really am upset, yeah. <laughs> no, I was just saying I kicked you out of the chat today, didn't I? You did, yeah. So, uh, you are back in. and you've. Uh, you I had a temporary me... suspension. <laughs> giving me an apology. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's funny that because the title of this episode is called The Feud. Well, there you go. <laughs> which obviously we'll get into later on and we're going to bring back our own little feud in Matt versus Neil with a draft at the end so yeah we'll get into it um, NBA Finals are set Nuggets versus Heat mm-hmm. uh, and this is where you uh, you upset me a little bit before <laughs> so I'll let you you tell everybody well you know for regular listeners to this pod they know that um Personally, I don't have a problem with Jimmy Butler, but uh, we all know that you aren't exactly keen on him. Um, so it was announced that he won the Eastern Conference Finals MVP by one vote, apparently. But um, he still won it. And I, I found a lovely little graphic that was doing rounds, and I threw it into the group <laughs> of Jimmy to celebrate him winning his Eastern Conference Finals MVP trophy. Um, and then you... Kick me out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was in London at the time as well. Yeah, so, so I call you a bad day. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, we discussed these awards, if that's what you want to call them, when they announced them, didn't we, last year or whenever it was? Or the start, yeah. Well, it was before the start of the season, wasn't it? Was it? I can't remember. Um, yeah, sometimes last obviously, year. Yeah. Obviously, we... Um, or, I put them down as participation trophies because you know who gives a toss about them really um, and if anything it, it's more like the LeBron James award isn't it yeah because it's, it seems as if it's an award that was created for him and for his his lovers to basically get one over on MJ knowing that he's never going to win it <laughs> and as it is LeBron's not actually won it so anyway no. Enough of that. And, uh, yeah, obviously Heat eventually put Celtics out. Um, Obviously, media narrative that it was all Jimmy Butler, which, yeah, they weren't talking about him when they lost the three games in a row, were they? No, and to be fair, it wasn't all Jimmy Butler at all. But, um, you know, I I watched the game, but I have to be honest, I was fairly tired and I was kind of drifting in and out a little bit. But from what I was watching of it anyway, um, it looked like, I mean, for a game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals, the Celtics just forgot to show up. I mean, they were yeah. well. I mean, they were diabolical throughout the whole series from three, anyway. But they were particularly shocking, um, especially in the first half. And then, um, and the Heat weren't <laughs> basically. They capitalised yeah. on it, and um, and I really, really thought that Cel- even when they were three nil down, I-, I thought the Celtics were still going to take it. Um, but they just, they just didn't have it. They really didn't. Yeah, I mean, I saw that Tatum 
went over on his ankle. He rolled his ankle very early on, yeah. Yeah, which obviously he was playing through it, wasn't he? But at the end of the day, it's, it's not really an excuse. Um, you know, don't excuse Jalen Brown having a, a crap night either, does it? No. Um, and which has led to all the talk on Twitter of trade Zach for Jalen Brown or trade Demar for Jalen Brown, which. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's crazy season, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit nuts. Anyway. So, yeah, obviously, <coughs> Heat will now go on to face Denver Nuggets. Uh, right. Obviously, my ideal final was going to be Nuggets against Celtics due to the fact that mm-hmm. there's less players on them teams I hate. The fact that Heat have got there, obviously, I'm still backing Nuggets, even more so now. Uh, yeah. Prediction-wise, well, I'd love to see Nuggets sweep them, but I think I reckon Nuggets in six. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'd love to say four, and there is a big chunk of me that wants to go out on a limb and say four, but um, I'm going to say Nuggets take it in five. Right. That's not the start of Matt versus Neil, but... <laughs> we yeah, uh, we could have, we should have made it that really, but anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, I've got nothing else on on the finals. If, no, you know. no. That's so, yeah, nice, we'll move into the the main part of the episode. Um, and there's a piece just dropped on SeawardUK.com, put together by Brett that has got my opinion, your opinion, Brett's opinion, and Sam's opinion on the whole Scotty Pippen. Michael Jordan feud. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more Scotty's beef with Michael in it than anything. Yeah, it really is. It really is. <laughs> um, obviously, come about from the episode of Give Me the Hot Sauce last. Well, it come out last Thursday, didn't it? I think. Um, I listened to it on Friday. Uh, didn't see the need to do like an emergency pod or anything like that to cover it. You know, in the, the day it was a. A bank holiday weekend. I was at home, and well, when I finally got home on Friday, you know, family time is more important than going over something that was probably quite expected. I'd say, you know, um, we know what Pip's take is, and it was just a platform for him to say it again. Really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, I've actually re-listened to it today. Uh, after the piece went out, so as I put out in the tweet, opinions may change slightly from what I've wrote to what I actually say now. Um, the fact that I was actually told off by Brett for swearing as well. <laughs> so, that... Well, there won't be any of that going on here. You can swear as much as you like. <laughs> and I, I might be sitting here wagging my finger at the iPad vigorously, but it's not going to change anything. You can just keep swearing away. <laughs> Um, yeah, and obviously it's just a bit more time for it all to sink in as well, I think, in it before we give our opinions. Um, uh, I mean, I just want to talk about before we actually get into that side of it. Obviously, it was on the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast with mm-hmm. Stacey King, who mm-hmm. was obviously a teammate of Pippen and Jordan in that first 3 P. So, 
Stacy obviously knows what's going on or what's been said and probably knows more than letting on as well from from back in the day. Yeah. And that, when I've re listened to it today, so like my initial reaction is, is you know, that's gone. I've re listened to it with a bit more of a different outlook on it. It's it, very good promotion for his podcast. Clever, isn't it? Um because if you listen to it, the questions that led Pippin into saying what he said were from Stacey. Mm-hmm. Mark Janowski and Tim Whispers ask him random questions. You know, and that doesn't take away from what Pippin actually says, but the fact that Stacey led him down that way, you know, he didn't have to do that to me. Didn't have to ask him about Michael Jordan didn't have to ask him I mean I know Shanowski asked him one of the questions on the last dance and like I say to me it's all just good publicity for his podcast more than anything Um, and the the aftermath is also very good um, sort of publicity you know calling out certain people on Twitter saying that's not what Pippen said the video's dubbed blah 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 it's not that is what Pippen said. Mm-hmm. Whether people have took it out of context, because people are only putting little snippets of the video on, is a different thing. But to say that that video was dubbed and stuff like that, and basically not take any criticism from it, mm. I think is, is a little bit, you know, nothing. Not trying to call Stacey out or anything like that. You know, he, he does what he does. Simple as he, you know, he's promoting his podcast. That fair, fair play to him. But I think the way it's all been handled after it is a little bit goes against sort of what you'd expect more than anything. Um, I, mean, I don't know if you you noticed that similar sort of thing when when you watched it or listened to it. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, I did. I listen. I listened to it. Um, I tried to watch it live, or well, not live, but um, the video version of it to begin with but I don't know if anybody else that tried to do that had the same issues as me but um, it was the, the dubbing was off the, the sound sync there and the lip sync was, was off and that drives me mental so I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't watch it anymore so I actually came away from that and uh, and just listened to the audio and um, I was able to concentrate on it a little bit more then um, but that's why I was surprised then when you know the, the the snippet that was put out there and the comment that came with it from Stacy saying that it was dubbed and it was edited and you can see that his lips didn't match what he was saying and I was like, well, that's what the whole video was like when I watched it, the bit that I watched anyway. So I don't know. I mean, look, that's questionable. I, I love Stacy for what he what he does. I loved what he did for the Bulls in the nineties. I love what he does as a commentator. Um. I mean, I think he's fantastic as the commentary. Okay, sometimes it gets a little bit repetitive, but I mean, apart from that, it's exciting, it's funny. The the, the back and forth between himself and Adam is excellent. But there's one thing I do find with Stacey is he's quite, shall we say, linear in his thinking sometimes. And, And... 
maybe that goes then into the way he is with certain other things I don't know but I mean he starts out a lot of the time when he's kind of putting forward his opinions and, and it's always like listen America hey America this is it America hey America and I'm like like Bulls Nation is global I mean we are proof of that right it's global they went to France because it's global you know it doesn't stop in America and just because you're not living in America or from Chicago it doesn't make you less of a fan it just means it's less accessible to you yeah and and as we've discussed before and as we've had other international fans on um our podcast and we've heard them on other podcasts the one thing that's always kind of appreciated is the fact that international fans have to put a little bit more effort into being a Bulls fan and a lot of the time you find that they're quite educated as a result of that because they seek out additional information and as much as they can find and I know we've talked about this before as well that now it's quite good because you can get everything in, in, the, in, the, in the modern age but years ago you used to have to actually absorb everything you possibly could because there wasn't much of it Yeah. so I think international fans need to get a little bit more respect from Stacia. I think he's a little bit trapped in the past that way. And uh, and listen, all I'll say is if Stacy ever listens to this, which I doubt he, he would, prove prove I'm wrong. Come on here and have a chat with us. Prove I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to take that kind of a turn, but anyway. <laughs> well, that's just my take. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, back to... <laughs> Back to that episode, and I guess our opinions on on what Scotty actually said. Um, now, how I've sort of done it in the the piece, and the thing when it, when I do writing is, as anyone who knows, there, here we go, started already. As anybody <laughs> who listens to this knows, I struggle with English. <laughs> <laughs> Point so, <laughs> <laughs> so writing's not exactly my strong point, and the bit that I've wrote for this on on the piece, I, I'd been driving for a couple of hours thinking about it, trying to remember what I'd like heard and stuff like that, and then put my opinion down into words. Um, but then, like I say, I've re-listened to it. I've been driving around for another however many hours. So my opinion might be slightly different to how I, I worded it. But my, you know, I, I'm not surprised by what Scotty said on the podcast, as I've just said. You know, he was led yeah. down that, that route by Stacey's questioning or the general questioning. Um, we all know what he said in the past, as Sam alludes to in this piece. Um, you know, what was in his autobiography which I'm actually in the middle of reading as 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 it is um and to me the one thing I do I say in the piece is that he's trying to make himself relevant again you know right and in all honesty bulls aren't exactly relevant are they at the minute not you know, right now we it was getting there but no yeah the modern day nba fan doesn't care about the 90s Bulls not in the way that Bulls fans and bit like such as ourselves who actually was alive for it and stuff like that yeah 
you know, so the fact that Bulls aren't relevant, that 90s Bulls aren't relevant to the modern day fan. And obviously that's one thing that Pippen says is um, MJ did the, well, the last dance the way he, he did it to make himself relevant in this day. But he, he didn't need to do that because he's, he's the only part of that 90s Bulls team that is still relevant really. Through <laughs> Even if it's brand. just on the side of a shoe. Yeah, you know. And, and the modern day NBA fan, all right, they probably don't appreciate Michael Jordan in the way that everyone else does hence the, the goat debate and stuff like that yeah. but they know who he was they knew what he did they know that right. he's in, in contention with the goat to, or to be the goat in everyone's opinion and like to me the only other person who's kind of or two people who are kind of relevant from that 90s Bulls team is Dennis Rodman because of the character he was the hair all that sort of stuff people you know the, the craziness that you saw from him has kept him it's like a a continued story in it with Dennis, Dennis Rodman do you know what I mean yeah it, and Phil Jackson because he's seen as the most successful coach in NBA history right now Pippen as much as he's loved by the organisation, the fans and stuff like that, as we said on the last podcast, there's only four jerseys retired for Bulls. Yeah. And Pippen is one of them. He's got his bust thing as well. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's absolutely idolised by the fans of the organisation. He's massively appreciated by the fans of the organisation. He's mm-hmm. massively appreciated by Michael Jordan. Yeah, he is. You know, <laughs> you know who was the first person that MJ thanked it is Hall of Fame speech. Pippen, yeah, you know who inducted him into the hall, Pippen into the Hall of Fame. Michael Jordan, you know yep. what I mean. So I, the fact to me that yeah, okay, Pippen sort of fell out of relevancy in a way. He's then obviously released his book. He needs to become relevant again. So what's the easiest way to do it? Attack the two people that are relevant or most relevant from that team. Right, because that's what he's doing in uh, the thing he's saying about Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson. He doesn't say it about anybody else. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he makes out that he was the perfect teammate. He was the one that won the Bulls them titles. And Michael Jordan even says that with himself. Without Pippen, he wouldn't have won the titles. Absolutely, yeah. And this is what I meant at the start of it. It's not really a feud. It's Pippen's beef with Jordan. Yeah. And I don't, to be fair, how much of it is actually a beef and how much of it's to make himself relevant again? I don't know. You know, he had a book to sell. He's got his bourbon to sell. Now he's got his weed to sell. Mm. You know, the modern day NBA fan doesn't really give a toss about Scotty Pippen, do they? Do no. No, no. I mean, so to get that wider audience, he's now. I mean, even back then, probably the wider NBA didn't really appreciate Scotty Pippen. Do you know what I mean for what he actually did? And I think that's where his beef actually lies, rather than the, with the jealousy of Michael Jordan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, is it more the jealousy of the legacy as opposed to the jealousy of the player and the man? Yeah, I mean. 
you know, we've, we've all seen the the sort of person that you know Michael Jordan is. Mm-hmm. It, you know, he he made that quite clear in the Last Dance. Yeah, he didn't hide it. You know, and he's he's not bothered by it. He probably doesn't really care what Scott is actually saying. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If anything, I'd say he's probably quite disappointed in it all. Yeah. More than anything, and obviously MJ being MJ doesn't he <laughs> doesn't do anything, does he? Do you know what I mean? He doesn't do the media side of it. He doesn't do going on podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah, it'd be interesting if he did. You know, <laughs> and was that an about... invite? <laughs> 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 I'm sure he, I'm sure he'll be listening. So why not? <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, like, like I say, my opinion on it is basically it is just Pippen trying to make himself relevant again, and that doesn't it doesn't stop it from hurting anymore. Though, do you know what I mean? Mm. This is a team that you know I grew up idolising. It's two uh, two players I grew up idolising, mm-hmm. and as I say in the piece, Bulls fans are not going to turn their back on MJ and, and even Phil Jackson. Do you know what I mean? Because of what they brought to the organisation. People know what Pippen brought, but by him saying all of this, Bulls fans are starting to turn on it. You've seen it in the, some of the tweets. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? With the fact that you know there was that one uh, going round where the, you know, the meme or whatever it is where he's pointing to the bottom of his shoe and telling him to come back. and mm-hmm. Um various stat memes have been put up aren't they do you know what I mean saying he wasn't a horrible player or he might have been a horrible person but he wasn't a horrible player and I mean obviously the the one comment that I sort of picked out on was the um, like he was a horrible player until I got there he was Mm. going for going for scoring records rather than titles and stuff like that <laughs> maybe he was you know obviously MJ famously says he wasn't he wanted to win but to win you've got to score so if a scoring title comes with it uh, and to me all MJ wanted to do was be the best right? and he is the best and to be the best he had to get the best out of his teammates whether that was punching them, threatening them, whatever, do you know what I mean? You know, so yeah, that's 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 my general take on it. Um, I'll let you have yours now. Yeah, well, I mean, like you say, um, Brett's put together that piece on CRAGUK.com. It's it's well worth going and having a look at it. You know, and I'm not self-promoting by saying that because it's a four it's a four piece. You've got the opinions of all four of us independently, and then Brett kind of ties it all up together at the end. So it's definitely interesting to to get it from four different perspectives that are essentially kind of coming around to saying the same thing. And my take on it at the time hasn't really wavered too much, and and that is that I just feel sad by it all. You know, I really do. And it's kind of similar to what you were saying there. You know, this was a team, and these are two players on this team that led this team to, you know, all the championships. And and we loved them. Like We loved the team. We loved the players. And, and those two, they just looked like they were so together. 
yes. in it together, playing together. The team, you took one of them away and the team wasn't the same. And for Jordan to have said so many times, you know, without Scottie Pippen, there is no Michael Jordan. Without Scottie Pippen, there is no 90s championships. There is no dynasty. Yeah. And Pippen, to be then saying this stuff about MJ, it's just, it, it just, it just hurts me inside. And then I don't like feeling that way. Um, especially not about something that I've absolutely adored my entire, pretty much from teenage years up to the middle aged man I am today. <clears throat> and, um, <laughs> and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking in, in, a little bit because you just want him to be like best friends living in houses right next door to each other, going out for pints together, you know, smoking <laughs> Scotty's weed together. And that's what you kind of secretly vision inside your brain, kind of thinking, oh, that's the way it must be. And then you, you see that it's not and that they don't even talk and that Scotty actually seems to carry this, this discontent towards him, um, whether that is, like you say, because he wants to sell his bourbon or he wants to sell his... Um, his cannabis or he wants to sell his book um right fine what a horrible way to try and do it to literally throw your partner in crime the superman to your batman under the bus yeah and i mean come on scotty you're better than that you're better than that and for jordan to rise above it typical of Jordan always been what he's done he's always risen above it figuratively and literally and to rise above it not react to it stay away from it and actually still go out there and say look Pippin was part of what made it work and then Pippin does this ah Scotty needs someone to give him a hug tell him it'll all be alright because he's obviously got deep-seated issues um, whether it's because he's using it as a weapon to sell his stuff whether it's just because he feels abandoned. Yeah, I mean, obviously something else that obviously how Stacey King's tried to defend him is how he he puts MJ up there on his Mount Rushmore mm. of NBA players after basically saying that as well that he, he doesn't he doesn't see a greatest player of all time. Which, you know, fine, fair enough. You know, even MJ comes out and says that sort of stuff. Yeah. You can't compare eras. You can compare, you know, you can say, would this team beat that team? But the, you know, even in that sense, it's, you know, the game's changed that much that you, you can't say, you know what I mean? You, you just you just don't know. Um, and obviously, it was as if he wanted to say that it, it, it comes across to me that he he wants to say that MJ is the GOAT but he can't because he's going with this narrative that he's got at the minute right. so to get that little bit more thingy it's like well there isn't a the greatest player however LeBron's going to be the greatest statistical player <laughs> <laughs> you know it's to me it's it's just all like fishing and to me the, the problem is I don't, I don't think the problem is MJ I think his problem is more 
the whole Bulls organisation. Um, because if you listen to other things he says about how, you know, them two wanting money in Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan was what ripped the team apart. Mm. That's after saying he doesn't doesn't respect them. They were two selfish players, and it was their fault. The organisation, you know, it's it, it's just all over the place with what he's saying. It, yeah. To me, it doesn't make any sense. You know, one minute he's slating them, and the next he's putting them back up there, and then he's saying that it's kind of their fault that the that team fell apart because they wanted more money or they wanted an extra year or whatever it is that they wanted, and he didn't want that. He wanted off that team at the time, and it's like. And obviously that probably goes back to that contract, the whole contract thing with him as well, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, which, that was his fault anyway, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's just just a mess and it's... Yeah, it is. You know, to me it's... It's something that's not going to go away. Anytime he does any sort of public type speaking or whatever, he's going to get asked about it. Yeah. And I think he's going to say something different to what he said last time. And, you know, like I said, it, it, to me, it's just a thing of trying to be relevant still. But, you know, it would, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. Uh, that's just my opinion on it. So, yeah. Um, but, like you say, it, it's full of contradictions as well. Because, you know, it says that one player doesn't make a winning team, you know, it's a team effort, it's the sum of its parts and all that. But then he also goes on to say that if Jordan hadn't left when he retired the first time to go and play baseball after his father was murdered, if if he hadn't left for that year and a year and a half, that they would have won eight straight. So, (laughs) which is it, Scotty? Yeah. And, you know, he also, like you say, he says, one player doesn't make a team. However, he was seen as the greatest teammate. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, it's a, it's all trying. You know, everybody knows what he did, and in some cases didn't do. As in, you know, decided to sit himself when Tony Kukoc got that last minute play, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Or last second play, whatever it was. You know, so you can't turn around and say that somebody was selfish on the team when that's how you're going to act when it doesn't go your way. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, I think is like I said, to me, his bitterness and his, his opinion on it is more deep-rooted than MJ and Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, mm-hmm. But he's just using them two because they're the just kind of spearhead of that that era aren't they really do you know what I mean yeah it's kind of fish in a barrel stuff really isn't it yeah you know so I mean the fact that he says he hasn't he's he's never had a relationship with Phil Jackson he hasn't spoken to him since his playing days was over and things got a little bit out of hand when obviously out in the west when he was at Portland and Phil was at Lakers and it's just like I don't know. You know, to me, he's picking problem with two people that nobody else has ever really said anything about. Everyone knows what Michael Jordan was. Everyone knows the sort of coach that Phil Jackson was. So who is the actual problem? Right. And and he's kind of, he's going to 
two of the untouchables of the NBA legacy. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, the probably well the most successful coach and and the goat in terms of players. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I mean. Bulls fans aren't going to turn their back on them. Yeah, Not as fast as they will Scotty anyway. Well, like I like I said, maybe he's getting, and I do say maybe he's getting high on his own supply. Yeah, and I mean, granted, he's he's gone through a lot in the last few years as well. He has you know, losing his son. Yeah, obviously his ex-wife doing what she's doing. Yeah, but to me, that's got nothing to do with something that happened twenty-five, thirty years ago. Nothing, nothing. So, all, all all that is all that explains is maybe his his headspace isn't you know in in the right place. But then his advisors and the people that are meant to be you know, there for him, should be telling him, look, Scotty, you need to get your head right before you go doing any public speaking, especially if you're going to go on the attack. <laughs> yeah. Against two people that aren't actually going to come out and say anything either. No. no. <laughs> Which I think that's probably another reason why he's picked them too, because he knows that Jordan won't come out and say anything, and he knows right. that Phil Jackson's in his ranch in Montana or wherever he is. <laughs> right. Um meditating or whatever it is he's doing up there with his you know <laughs> so, bit of yoga yeah but yeah I mean I've got nothing else on that it's kind of depressing enough as it is isn't it so yeah it, it is it, you know had to be had to be addressed I mean obviously it was uh, a big deal um, it, it shouldn't shouldn't have happened the way it happened and I'm sure there must be some element of Scotty that's kind of realised the backlash that's coming with this and kind of gone, oops, but maybe not. In too deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, send it to the ad read. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you want to go out and get your Pippin jersey, you, <laughs> you, you can hit the Victory Sports UK. Um, our partnership is alive and well with those, and... Uh, we, uh, we ask you to jump onto their website and have a look. It's a UK-based sports apparel and equipment store where you can get your NBA and other sporting goods, get kitted out in your favourite team gear and rep your squad. And all C-Reg UK group members and followers can avail of a special discount code of 15% off their entire range, including products that are already on sale. Just make sure you're liking and following C-Reg UK on Twitter or become part of the C-Reg UK group on Facebook to receive your exclusive discount code upon request. Visit victorysportsuk.co.uk to seal your victory with Victory Sports UK. And speaking of victory, that is what I plan from this next next part. Boom! <laughs> Segway. Yep. Now, obviously, when we first started this last off-season, we did run a few Matt versus Neils um, with drafts. And we're going to try and do a best of seven over the next few weeks um, with these drafts. And... We'll put them out onto Twitter, the teams out onto Twitter for you to vote for. Uh, obviously, you'll have to be listening to this to get the full rules of it and why them players are selected. But mm -hmm. anyway. And yeah. so that you can listen and know that I'm going to win. <laughs> and this draft we're doing tonight is. Well, I haven't had as much time to prep for it as I wanted, hence, been. What I said at the start about being in London, it took me three hours to get out of the fucking place before. Um, and cut into my prep time. So, it was kind of 
an idea at the last minute, wasn't it, really, for this one? Yeah, it kind of was, actually. Um, we've kind of worked with it as the day's gone on. Um, basically, it's going to be uh, your five starters and a sixth man from uh, and a coach from different eras of the league. One one player per era. Right. Uh, starting with from the 70s through to the well 2020s. Um, the sixth man is a bit of a wild card and can be from any era. Yep. And the coach is obviously any coach. Yep. And the one thing is they can never have received a paycheck from Chicago Bulls. Right. So it is an NBA wide thing and it's like our I suppose it's our greatest players from the eras in it. It kind of is, except for you're only allowed to pick one per era. Yeah. Um so yeah, like I say, I'll put the teams out later on. If you want to drop your own teams in as into the comments as well, feel free. Uh, we'll laugh at them or <laughs> whatever. And yeah, now we did a, a spin the wheel thing to get who got the first pick, and that landed on you. It did. So uh, I'm going to go with my first one then, and we're going to do it in a snake draft, right? So yep. I get first pick, then you get two picks, and I get two picks and so on. Yep. So, for my first pick at shooting guard from the 2000s, I'm going to go with five time champion for the Los Angeles Lakers, Kobe Bryant. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,. Yeah, I can't argue with that one. That's yeah. To me, apart from MJ, he's he's up there for the goat talk. So yeah, it kind of stands stands for itself, doesn't it? Really? Absolutely. Yeah, no questions asked. Right. So I get the next two picks, and you've thrown me now because I was going to sort my backcourt out to start with. <laughs> uh, however, you have made things a little bit easier. Right, I'm going to go with my point guard to start with, and it is the answer. Nice. Alan Iverson. My all-time favourite non-ball, so I couldn't go anywhere else, to be honest. And obviously he is from the thousands. Yep. And with my second pick... Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, I was gonna have Kobe, but you've took him. So, uh, I'll go with. I'll go with my four, and it's gonna be Yanis from now, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hard to disagree with that one. He was my first choice too. Okay, so AI and Yanis. So I am gonna go for a point guard from the 1980s, also winner of five <laughs> rings for Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, Magic Johnson. Yeah, he was up there on my list, but I couldn't go against Allen. So 
Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I kind of had a fair idea you might go for AI, actually. <clears throat> yeah, from that post yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So, I get another choice now, right? Yeah. So, I'm actually going to go for my coach next. And I'm going to go for Pop. <sighs> yeah, Greg Popovich. <laughs> Five yeah, rings with Spurs, three Coach of the Year awards. Yeah, that was that was my choice for coach, so I'll leave that one now. <laughs> um, right, I'm struggling for a, a two here. Uh, right, um, I've got the next two picks, haven't I? You do. Right. Obviously, some of these are going to be cross eras as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them would be like 2000 and 2010. So yeah. it's just you place them into which era you want to make sure that it fits without breaking the rules. Yeah. <clears throat> right. I'm going to go with at my two, Reggie Miller. Ooh, I did 90s. not see that coming. <laughs> Mainly because I've not had time to prep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so he is on my two. Obviously, I'll put him down as a 90s. And at my four, I don't know if you do three or five. Yeah, at my five, I'm going to go Shaq. Okay. From. Yeah. Uh, he was 90s as well, wasn't he? He was 90s and 1000s. Right, that'll do then. Obviously, he was better in the 90s, but we're not judging it on that. But didn't you choose AI from the 1000s? Oh, God's sake, yeah. Right, I'll go Joker. Uh, yeah, I'll go Joker from the 10s. Okay, that one works. I'll give <laughs> you that one. Okay, so Joker from the 10s. Okay, perfect. Right, so me. Um, I wasn't... Ex- mm, no, hang on. That one won't work. Ah, okay. <laughs> Great right, so I'm going to go with my small forward, somebody that I've uh, spoken about in the past, being um, someone that was kind of a bit forgotten by a lot of people that aren't of the era. <clears throat> and that's uh, for the 90s, I'm going with Penny Hardaway. Yeah, he was on my list. And I'm going to go my sixth man. So it can be a repeat of era, can't it? Yeah. So my sixth man, I'm going to go Steph Curry. And what era? It doesn't matter. He's the sixth man. True. Right, so I'm going to go with my three and I've messed up here. Uh, right, I'll go for the 80s and it'll be Larry Bird. Good, good shout. And 
that means it's my sixth man is going to be from any era LeBron you did it <laughs> I didn't think either of us would pick him out of spite <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> right and as Pippen okay. says he's going to be the, he's the most winning player that there is isn't he so yeah well, when he has a career of 57 years do you know yeah um <laughs> Okay, so I've got to pick a power forward and a centre, is that right? Yep, and then I've just got my coach left. Okay, so I am going to go power, fo- power forward. I'm going to go with Dirk Nowitzki. Ooh, he was on my list. And I am... From the... Tens. tens. Yeah, I don't have a ten yet, do I? Uh, where are you putting Corby? Kobe's the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a centre from either the seventies or no? Okay. Well, I'm going to go seventies. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to go <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Also. Yeah, he was on my list. Yeah. Uh, right. So my coach, since you took pop. I'm going to go Pat Riley. Nice. Since soon as I couldn't have Phil Jackson. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the teams. I'll uh, I'll put them out on Twitter. Apologies, obviously, that we stuttered our way through that, but <laughs> it <kind of laughs> throws you when somebody picks what you, what you were planning, doesn't it? Yeah, well, see, I had a first team and a second team, but you kept picking players that weren't on either of my first or second teams. So <laughs> it was throwing me off. Yeah. I, I didn't actually have time to write a team down. Well, I, I, I did write one down, but didn't look into it properly, so I kind of threw myself. Um, yeah, nobody ended up with Shaq, which I'm quite surprised at. No, you did try, and he is on my list. Um, I had him down as a potential sixth man, but um, yeah, I ended up not doing it in, in the end anyway. So Yeah, I mean, when you look at sort of the lists that I've got, and you've probably got yourself, some pretty decent players that have missed out. Oh, some amazing players that we haven't included. I mean, it's it's not that we've snubbed people, but it's the having to think of a player for position and a player per era as well. Yeah, uh, and that's what kind of makes it that little bit tricky. And it's easy to rattle off five of the greatest, but that's why we threw in the era thing. It's just to make it that little bit more complicated. Yeah. So yeah, that is. Uh, game one of Matt versus Neil. <laughs> uh, like I say, I'll put the teams out. So if you can vote, you can either you know go on the on the twit twit on the tweet or comment <laughs> comment on um, on Spotify as well. I think if you listen, that's where you listen. Yep. Um, all votes count. And yeah, I mean I've got nothing else. I don't know if you have. No, I'm all good. Now. Obviously, we did say as well uh, last episode that we wouldn't be doing one this week, and hence why it's a little bit thrown together, um, and that we were going on another podcast tonight. Uh, right. Unfortunately, there's some scheduling issues. It is still it's postponed rather than cancelled, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the pipeline. Uh, so if you... You know, obviously, keep an eye out for that. I'm not going to say we're not going to be back next week because don't know yet. Um, 
we could be back on our own. We could be back on that one. Who knows? Could but, do both. Yeah. If you want to drop in the comments which podcast do you think it is we're going on or you'd like to see us on, then feel free. Um, and uh, you might be surprised. So, yeah. Don't forget to check out the piece on cridguk.com that kind of backs this episode up. And as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRidgeUK and you can find us on all the socials at CRidgeUK. And you'll find me on Twitter at NeilCRidgeUK. We'd like to once again thank all of our listeners for tuning in. Do keep leaving comments on the socials. We love the interaction as always. And we will always try to get back to people. And uh, also, we still have that Facebook group. Um, not quite as active because there's no games happening but um, we still do interact on there and put everything up on there as well remember to subscribe and give us the important five star reviews and to check out all of our latest information and get access to our written articles including the one we've spoken about tonight click on creduk.com also don't forget to get your opinion in on uh, Matt versus Neil and make sure that you tick the Neil box and um, we'll see who comes out on top until the next episode wherever you are in the world see you Go Bulls. Percolator. It's time for the percolator.